Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Founders Great sponsored by Madeira.ai. Today we have Khadija from Fintech School. Khadija, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mustafa. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us a, more about Fintech School and the thought process behind of coming up with it and what you're up to. Uh, Fintech School has been founded in 2016 by Amilcar Chavaria, and then he was joined by two other co-founders. Their background is uh, financial services in the beginning with BlackRock, Goldman Sachs, uh, KKR. And then after that, they switched to Fintech and they became serial entrepreneurs. They worked in crowdfunding industry. They worked in the robo-advisory. And in that uh, process of setting up companies, they noticed that there is a um, shortage of learning and talent in fintech. And they saw also a gap between finance professionals and technology professionals. And that silo created shortage of talent in fintech in general. So they came up with this idea of a company that will be training uh, finance professionals to become fintech professionals and technologists to become fintech professionals by understanding finance. So the fintech school comes in the middle of uh, joining uh, talent from tech and uh, finance to become fintech professionals. Very nice, very nice. And good luck with that. So um, I believe you would have uh, met founders from across the globe. So in your experience, how different do you think is the entrepreneurial DNA across different geographies? Or do you think it falls on a uniform spectrum globally? Yeah, Mustafa, this question yeah, is very interesting because I was looking at it from my perspective as uh, an expat who worked in three continents. I worked in North Africa. I worked uh, in Europe. In, the, in Holland and uh, England. I worked in the Middle East, in Saudi and the UAE. And also I lived a long time and worked in the US. So I have all those perspectives. And uh, also I, I advised many uh, startup entrepreneurs in both regions of the world. So thinking about it was very interesting. Um, we can look at commonalities among uh, founders in their DNA about risk, uh, ambition, uh, problem solving, creating something new, optimism, that's common to everybody in the world who wants to be an entrepreneur. But there are differences in how to execute that vision. And then the, the local region or local market will play a role. Like if you ask me, uh, in the old industry, entrepreneurs used to be very strict, very formal. They wear ties to go meet with the investors to look serious. But now it doesn't apply anymore. People can go with T-shirt and raise funding if they have good ideas, good business models that can take off. So there are differences with time. There are differences with markets. And um, entrepreneurs, I think, in my opinion, are the ones that know how to solve problems and how to get results. So if they, if they look at the market, they read the mentality of the investors, they convince them that the company or the startup that they're coming up with is worth being invested in, and then they make it happen. Very nice. Excellent. And uh, since uh, we're getting into this new era of the fourth industrial revolution, and we 
hear a lot of buzzwords, AI, ML, blockchain. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to be an investor in this space and does not know where to start? In um, artificial intelligence? Machine learning or fintech. AI and blockchain, right? Fintech. Yeah. Mustafa? Yes, in fintech primarily, in fintech primarily. Yes. Okay, yeah, I can speak about fintech. I also can speak about AI because we do, we develop a lot of courses about AI and fintech. We also are very active in blockchain, which is a hot topic currently with Libra or, and, uh, you know, the, all the discussion around the regulation and if it will go through or not, all that and the impact uh, on systemic risk on governments, on global uh, safety and uh, money laundering and all the issues that are arising now with the discussion around Libra. So my perspectives on this topic of artificial intelligence, I think it's gonna be very, very useful for finance in general, FinTech, because FinTech is the next era of finance. And um, the way I look at it is like, uh, this industry will become smart. This industry has been not so smart for many years. And you can, you know, tell me your experience with your bankers. All is slow, all is like very bureaucratic. Uh, many things that look obvious do not look obvious from operations perspective. Um, but with AI, if it's applied smartly, it's gonna be like the predictive uh, modeling will be very useful to behavioral finance. And I'm very excited about that trend of things. Like, you know, like advice about when to spend, when not to spend. If you, you know, uh, people are, you know, there is a lot of psychology linked to spending and finance. And if the algorithms can help us rationalize our spending, cons consumption, uh, behaviors, all that, that will be awesome. Also, there is risk as any technology. Maybe if the algorithms are not set right, they may take us to the wrong direction. And that's the, you know, the side effect that could happen. For blockchain, it's a big question. I'm looking at it with excitement uh, and to see how regulators would follow and um, accompany and be able to oversee this industry in a way that can be leveraged in a useful way. And I'm following that daily, but it's exciting to see all the changes. Also looking at tech coming into FinTech is a big thing for us looking at all the, you know, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, all going into, into payments and finance in general is something big that's happening in the industry. Now, no doubt about it, no doubt about it. Since you work with multiple startups, you've advised them in across the globe. So what's the best advice would you give to someone who's struggling with implementing a big idea and what exactly is a great idea for you? For me, a big idea, let's stay in FinTech. A big idea in FinTech is something that solves a real problem, a problem that not so many people solved or addressed adequately or not solved at all. Uh, something that will solve deep issues like time, like save time, like you're doing, you are dealing with bookkeeping and I'm gonna come to your, your startup or the business model you're dealing with um, is very useful because if you help with bookkeeping, the entrepreneurs can do something else. Like for us, training is a big thing. Like today, 
um, the big news come out of Amazon spending uh, seven, like planning to invest $700 million to retrain and upskill their workforce, oh. uh, their workforce up to 2050. That's big news because Amazon does not do things uh, like ad hoc. Everything that they do is strategic and they think about it and allocating 700 million into retraining and upskilling is solving a real problem. And they think about it in a real, like holistic way about the economy, not, not just Amazon. They say, we're training people, they can go out and serve the whole economy. So that's what FinTech is doing. It's upskilling and retraining people to become employable in the future of work. So those are the examples of big ideas. If I want to advise entrepreneurs how to implement ideas that they think are great, I would say fill in the blanks. Like if the entrepreneur is technologist, they need to find ways to do sound financial management, uh, smart marketing to access the market in, in a cheap way, in an effective way, operations to do the, the business model in the right way, uh, smoothly, effectively to save time and uh, be frictionless. So there are a lot of things um, that come and integrate to make a great company. And the entrepreneur has to think about all those links so that the solution is smooth and integrated. Interesting, interesting. And big data analytics is making its way into FinTech. Do you think smart software is backed by machine learning could fully automate bookkeeping or accounting or audits? Or is that like stretching it out too far? Um, I think a big, big data analytics will be very useful in bookkeeping and accounting. It will s save a lot of time if the algorithms are set right and the um, allocation and categorization of accounts is done accurately because having systems allocate accounts correctly and having accurate data is a big function and useful function that entrepreneurs would need and it will save time. The question is that how smart are they? How accurate they will be? And in this, it will lead me to having smart auditing so that that smart auditing could audit the, the algorithms correctly so that there is no misallocation and no, um, you know, like um, uh, errors and mistakes in taking the and allocate them into bookkeeping and getting also led. not I mean when we talk about big data it's not just the data that's missing it's insights out of data so that takes me to financial reporting so when we have good bookkeeping the, the, we should have also um, smart and effective financial reporting so that we can take smart insights to make decisions about what are the cost drivers what is the effective use of, of funds so that you get the most results in your startups. That's, that's the way. So it's uh, many, many chains in the value, not just one chain. And bookkeeping is one big component. Where do you see FinTech schools five years from now? Uh, we see ourselves, we are a team uh, uh, of smart, uh, really diverse team. And we come like myself, I came from financial sector for over 20 years. I worked with startups for over six years now, advising them on 
fundraising, all the stages of funding, technology, all that. And um, my, uh, the co-founders are coming from finance and also fintech. We have um, uh, professors from big universities. We have consultants from the big four. Uh, we have technologists from a lot of areas like machine learning, <coughs> AI chain and all that and we see ourselves hopefully in five years as the largest and the deepest fintech training and school in the world or one of the big, biggest ones and we see ourselves serving missions like financial inclusion economic empowerment women empowerment um uh, government regulation you know smart regulation that doesn't uh, like hinder innovation so we see ourselves as enablers of these big uh, missions under fintech training and retraining nice nice and you know what advice would you give to entrepreneurs or individuals who are looking to start a career in fintech how they can enroll what should they look into how to get in touch with fintechschool.com um, to get in touch with us, it's very easy. Just go to www.fintechschool.com or go on LinkedIn and type in Fintech School so you will get a lot of uh, our team members and anybody you uh, reach out to, we will respond so quickly. We are a vibrant team that responds on 24 hours because we are global and we have people all over the five continents as of now. Uh, to start, ask your questions and we're gonna enable you to access courses online. We do three ways of delivery. We do self-paced recorded courses, we do live streamed courses, and we do on-site workshops to banks, uh, financial institutions, governments, world banks, international organizations, regulators, a lot of entities that need upskilling in finance and fintech in general thank you so much khatija thank you so much for taking the time out it was pleasure talking to you we're running out of time but we got a detailed insight and individuals folks who are listening and who are looking to pursue a career or just want to get a feel of fintech i would recommend you all to sign up log into www.fintechschool.com i will repeat www fintechschool.com and let's see from there thank you for thank you mustafa take care